You know what I missed? Books. Yeah, it's fun reading the book. Books are great. The books just sit there and wait for you to read them. You can't miss a book. You know what I mean? Like a movie, movie can start and then you miss some of it. Book, you can't miss Mm. it. Just sits there and waits. Yeah. Also, like, if we really get into what film is, you know, (laughs) pictures being moved at rapid. It's an illusion, Chad. It's kind of the devil's work. It's a lie. It's kind of a lie. Those people on the screen, they're not real. Well, we're, like the the words in a book are just symbols that turn oh God, into that assi- sounds that we've in assigned your head. meaning to. Holy shit! That we assign meaning to everything's nothing, guys. Fuck. He's right. <laughs> Fucking shit. He's right. I was like, we're gonna start this episode pretty positive. And immediately, nihilism. Nothing matters. <laughs> no, no, no. I think this is not nihilist. Well, I mean, it is, but. <laughs> I'm a little existential. I watched The Green Knight last night, and now I'm just thinking about the Oh, was it good? Oh, it was so good, guys. It was so fucking good. I'm so excited to watch it. It's very moody. It's very slow. Um, Dev Patel is incredibly sexy. Of course, yeah. He's achieved, I think, pinnacle sexiness at this point. Not in Chappie? That didn't do it for you? (laughs) Let me look at him in Chappie. I don't remember what he looked like in Chappie. I mean, he did. I wouldn't kick him out of bed in Chappie. I wouldn't kick Chappie out of bed, I'll tell you that. (laughs) Hell no. I mean, he looked like me. Yeah. Yeah. Paul. (laughs) Honestly, he kind of looked like me. Paul, you kind of look like him now because you have the long hair. Uh, It's funny. I saw saw a picture of him as the Green Knight, Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh my God, I have the same hair and the facial hair. Everything's the same. I'm not as as handsome as Dev Patel, though. You are. You certainly are as handsome as as Dev Patel. I don't know about that, guys. He's in movies. You could be on Skins. <laughs> was he in Skins? Was he in the first season of Skins? I don't know. I don't know his whole career. <laughs> Dev Patel, come on our podcast and prove that you're just as sexy as Paul. You mu- The only yes. way that you he was on Skins. The only way to be sexier than me is to come online, online get on the yep. internet, and meet me on the internet and talk to me about how sexy you are. You're going to want to get some internet because that'll take you to our podcast. And then, then you can find out if you're as sexy as our friend Paul. Yeah, we're really the front page of the internet, honestly. <laughs> Us and Reddit. Kevin, when you when you watch The Green Knight, because I haven't seen it yet, do they yeah. do they do they cover the part of the lore where um, Morgan Le Fay gives the Green Knight um, a green power candle and it makes him stronger, but once it burns out, he'll no longer be. Uh, also, I don't know if this really bad. I'm trying to reference the Green Ranger storyline from Power Rangers <laughs> is playing at all. And clearly, wait, it didn't. was the Green Ranger based on the Green Knight? <laughs> I mean, they kind of always assume. Oh, so this but was maybe just, just a color they didn't have. <laughs> Kevin this is all, hurt. This is all, this was all just a thing about Power Rangers. I see now. <laughs> Kevin is hurt right now. I was like, I don't know that part of the of, of the, the lore, poem, but but there are many different versions of that poem. No, Chad was just having a laugh, mate. Well, I mean, they're both great myths, Kevin. So, what's the green candle? The green candle, which is kind of a confusing metaphor, was a ticking clock in the story. Okay, and that like Tommy was the Green Ranger. He originally was like championed by Rita, but Rita's bad and manipulating him, and I believe. The green candle was like a countdown clock of like when this candle runs out, Tommy's powers will be mine forever. Yep. But also like that's exactly what it says in the synopsis on Wikipedia. You just fucking <laughs> words for worded that. Nice. Well, Tommy's that's confusing because like a, when the candle's gone, it makes you think the power's gone, not that it's been you know built up. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Physics, physics the opposite. 
She should be building a wax candle. Yeah, it should be like a reverse candle that's going up. Yeah. Yeah. But that would that would be a little that'd be like just a green boner or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the true power. The green boner. Kevin, I, I'm glad you liked it because I do want to see it. Did you watch the um like the online pre- like not premiere, but like the viewing they did? Yeah, me and my friends all chipped in. I don't know if I don't know if this is illegal, so oh I'm not gonna say oh any of my friends' oh name. Oh boy. We all chipped in. We we filled up um my, my friend Steve's living room and we watched it together. I don't think and that's illegal. I think A two four would be happy about that. All right. I just don't wanna do anything illegal. They like, seem not- cool. I don't think A two four would call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> I hope not, because we had a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, you had fun too? <laughs> Did you make popcorn? Did you put butter on it? Uh, we got pizza and we ate. Uh, we ate a lot of um, movie snacks and Doritos. I oh, oh. there are junior mints left over. Damn, dude! Oh, junior mints. Have you ever had a junior mint and like junior mints in one hand and uh, whiskey in the other? It's incredible. No, oh my god! But that makes it, sense. A, a minty whiskey, yes. Yeah, it's like a it's like a mint julep with a little bit of chocolate. Yeah, it's great. do you oh. put the do you put the junior mints in the whiskey? No, you just eat a, a junior mint. You 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 live in that experience for a little while. <laughs> then you take a sip of the whiskey, and it's like oh, wash away the one experience with another experience, a new experience blossoming into the previous experience. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Yeah, it's great. I had a highball last night with Campari mm. in it. Ooh, Polly, you make a good highball. Oh, thank Dude, you. You, are, you have been highball crazy recently. I love highball. It's such a good drink. It's so simple. You drink, you're drinking water. <laughs> it's good for you. I it's a good drink for you. I don't, I don't know if that's completely true. You are. It's got water in it. It's good for yeah. you. It's healthy yeah. for you. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. It's just, you know, water that we, you know, taught it to lighten up a little. Bit. Yeah. We made a little bit <laughs> fun water. Yeah. It's just water that like makes your brain not think well as good for a while. Yeah. It makes your brain bleed a little bit. I'm I'm uh-huh. trying to think what uh what what Campari tastes like. It's like orangey, cinnamony, clovey, got yep. that kind of vibe going on. So like the lemon and the Campari are giving you this double whammy of of citrus attack. It's cool. Mm. It was mm-hmm. real cool. It was good. Oh, it was so, so good. Anyways, but the mint julep via Junior Mint is incredible. <laughs> the mint junior. The mint ju- oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Mint, 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 mint. <laughs> uh, should we talk about this like fucking Buckwild book? I loved this book. I loved it. I'm going to say it. Before we talk about this Buckwild book and how much we loved it, uh, and it was really good, uh, we should talk about our Buckwild selves. Hi, I'm Kevin. Oh, yes. Oh, Kevin, thank you for doing this. Hi, I'm Chad. And I'm Paul. We are cool friends who read children's books and review them. And today we're talking about The Haunted School. Just ignore how this sounds totally different. This is Kevin in the present, and we did forget to say the book that we were talking about in the audio. So don't worry about that. Okay. The best book ever in this series. I'm going to put it... I mean, let's not... Let's not <laughs> bury, we're burying... Well, we're not burying the lead. We're putting the lead out there. This is the best book in the in the series, maybe? maybe. Wow. You put this above um, Horrorland. Yeah, hor- your Horrorland. I'm immediately retracted into it. It's been in the top, the top penta- pentagon. It's without the top the three. It's it's top three for me, and I'm gonna say yeah. it might be right below Horrorland. This is RL. He was riffing. He was mm-hmm. ripping. Yep. And he was radical as hell with this one. I think this was a good book. <laughs> I I think this one has 
some of the best moments uh um, like for for rl this has like some amazing flow yeah uh i do have notes of course oh yeah of course (laughs) don't worry we will be we will goof on it a little bit don't worry oh yeah (laughs) one of my notes is like uh i actually end up liking the title of this but it has kind of like this is like if you were trying to come up with an uncreative goosebumps title, you'd say, I don't know, the haunted school. Yeah, this is the most boring. And like the, the cover is kind of boring too. It's just a lot of gray homework is on the cover. And I'm sorry, Jacob, I, I love your your work, but I've got to say that I did not think this was the most uh, engaging. I, I think upon retrospect, though, I actually liked it more once I realized the significance of the gray papers and books. Okay. I didn't really clock it. Oh, but- okay. I'm sorry. I only glanced at the cover. I looked at it again. There's creepy children eyes in it. Never mind. This is a yeah. terrifying cover. This is very scary. Sorry, Jacob. It's a little subtle. <laughs> Jacob, as we knew you wouldn't let us down. I had no memory of this book, by the way. Me either. I, I, com- mm. I must have read it, but... This came out in September 1997, so I was knee-a-deep in Final Fantasy. I, you know, <laughs> I would assume. Hold on. Let me see when Final Fantasy VII came out. We're uh, too I- busy looking at Tifa to, to read this book. I think I think late ninety seven or ninety eight. North America, September seventh, nineteen ninety seven. What? Wow. Well, I don't think I was playing it. I don't believe that I was playing it. I got it for Christmas. So, yeah. I, but I this came out. It was too hot, too new. I didn't pick up this book, so I was distracted. That's why hmm. I don't remember it. I think I would have passed this one by just being like the haunted school. I don't know, Boring. I go to there. Yeah. Who cares? I had a thought about <laughs> Goosebumps today, guys. I had one oh. thought about about the book series. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, wow. And I was yeah. thinking about it. Okay, we are reading these books, and we're reading them sequentially, as, as close to sequentially as we can. And we're reading them, you know, reading all of them. I don't think that it was ever intended, ever, that kids would ever read all of these books. <laughs> I don't think that's the it was the intention. I don't think RL in his wildest dreams. He probably was like, "My whales out there will buy all of these books. I'm gonna have a couple whales." But he knew the term whale already. He invented the it. term. I think he expected. He just was like, "I'm gonna put out a hundred of these books, or however many, and we're gonna just some kids are gonna pop in when they when they feel free sure. to pop in." And I think you know, I was thinking about like the scares. Right, like the fake out scares and all that stuff, and I was like, uh-huh. I was like, you know, I don't think he expected you to really be like hip to what he was doing. I expected, I think he expected you to <laughs> pop in once a summer, maybe, and have one uh-huh. one goosebump a summer, and forget all about the his ways and his his methods, and be mm-hmm. freaked out again. And I think, I think maybe we're, you know, maybe we're giving the kids books too hard of a time. Can I give a counterpoint already? Because I think yeah. this is a very valid thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a very valid thought, Paul. Sure. Okay, I appreciate you defending RL. Okay. Who sits atop of his money, his pile of money and lies. It's yeah. money that can insulates him from any pain that of hearing what we have. Any pain. Anything that we have <laughs> yeah. to say about him, yes. Uh, <laughs> if this was true, if RL just wanted just to come in and have a sample, we're just seeding the world with goosebump stories. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. A la carte, uh, continental breakfast, come by and go, oh, uh, yogurt, maybe I shall. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> If this was true, why would there be at the back of every book a checklist of all of the books saying well, collect he, all of the books? He wanted it. He definitely oh, wanted it okay. for sure. But but on a child's salary, like that would be <laughs> difficult. My five dollars a month was not paying for that. Yeah, I, I, I know kids these days make like Roblox games and sell them or whatever the uh-huh, kids yep. today are doing, but. 
Even they probably can't afford all the Goosebumps books. Do you, do you remember that chapter in Upton Sinclair's The Jungle where, like, the young little boy works so hard all week in the in the sausage factory and then he spends his $2 on a Goosebumps book? That was <laughs> an oddly prescient moment in a prescient book. <laughs> and he said, the whale man himself has released a new book. <laughs> He's like, oh no, the rats are eating me now. No. <laughs> now I have become the sausage. I don't know. I'm just saying it dawned on me that there might be some things, some judgments we make about these books that that maybe uh, you know, most kids didn't really deal with because they weren't reading these things back back to back to back to back to back to back. Yeah, I I'm I'm with you, Paul. I think like he may have made a few sacrifices knowing that the average person would not see every single book and compare them one one to the other yes who knows what mysteries of rl psyche are lingering in these books in the mind of an rl <laughs> that can only be unlocked when you put the full picture together the full mad magazine picture fold over <laughs> of rl stein each book is a mosaic tile of the rl picture that's beautiful if we could push the tim jacobus covers together <laughs> Like a fold out, and then somehow has, I said, like, it's about capitalism. Chad, whoa! Has anyone tried? Is my question. <laughs> has, has anyone, anyone tried? Oh, better start. We better buy some books and start putting the covers together. Let's fucking do it. Is it normal for us to binge these books? No. Is this a flawed experiment? Yes. But, but it, it still. It had to be done. It had to be done. And. There is still wildly inconsistent quality across the books. Absolutely. Some of them very boring and sad. And then this one is just... This one? Throwing, throwing out ideas. It just crazy goes. Crazy ideas. It just goes. Oh, yeah. Here, okay, so here's the thing. It's fake outs. We hate them. This one, And, you know, we start every one of these books and you get faked out a couple times and you're like, here we go again. Oh, right? yeah. This book begins super subtly with our with our protagonist, Tommy, falling off a ladder. Falling off a ladder <laughs> that he said an invisible hand pulled him off of, and then he admits an invisible hand did not pull him off of that. No, it didn't Wait, do it. was it the invisible hand of the market? It was it oh capitalism the whole time? <laughs> oh, I fell off the ladder into all of these guns and butter. <laughs> Uh, so Tommy's, um, Tommy's actually a pretty fun protagonist. I kind of like him. Yeah, Tommy Fraser. There, mm -hmm. there isn't too much to him. He's a klutz. Like, that's his one trait. Right. Uh, but well, he's going through a lot, though, Kevin. He really he is, is. going through a lot. He is. <laughs> yeah, like, he's got a new mom, which is an interesting way of describing your stepmom. And we don't know what happened. We're left in the dark about how he got a new mom. Yeah, I I read this as this first part of the, the as the perfect way to explain why the parents are absent from the adventures of this one, mm -hmm. as opposed to mom and dad are busy scientists or they're getting a call away for work. Right. It is just I'm in a new town because we just married a new mom, mm -hmm. and my dad is just uh going down on her twenty four seven has no time for me. Yeah. yeah. And this also explains why uh, he has exactly two friends and no more. Because he's new in town. He doesn't have time to make <laughs> any friends. So all he has are Thalia and Ben. I read that as Talia because I did know a Talia growing up. So Ooh, I think it's was Talia. it spelled like that? I believe it was. I believe all it was. Right. Mm. I think that name too, by the way, Talia Halpert Rodas. Too specific. Because the other kid is Ben Jackson. And we have, and we have well, Tommy Fraser. Well, it's meant... It's meant to light up a little little light bulb in your brain later on, which some might say is 
a, a, a an unsubtle and bad twist, but it wasn't very subtle, but it was still cool. I I guessed it immediately. Yeah, I still liked putting that together. Yeah, well, we'll get to that. I don't think they hyphenated names in the '60s, though, did they? Um, or fort nineteen forty seven. I'm sorry, I forgot. Yeah, forty seven. The nineties. Yeah. Uh, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. I just thought. Sorry, I saw that name. I, it felt normally his names are pretty bland vanilla e names right like very mm-hmm. like like mm-hmm. uh, middle america as close as you you know cu- safe we're covering everybody with them that name just felt <laughs> felt like he was not into someone maybe that he knew and i felt like it, i don't know it was just a very specific name it stood out to me that's all that's all i got hmm. i don't know that's what i was thinking about uh we're in bell valley bell valley middle school mm-hmm. uh which is maze like uh, and yes. horrifying in its own construction. Yeah, it's a real Winchester murder house in terms of. We, <laughs> yes, we 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 quickly learn um, that this is a school that has another school, and then they just built around it as opposed to taking down the old one, which yeah. is crazy. A horrible thing happened at the original school, and they just said, "Let's board it up and start again." It's kind of like it's kind of like in Minecraft where like you start your first house and then you're like. <laughs> board yeah, yeah. up the first house or inside of your other house and you're like we don't go in that old house that was the <laughs> no scene. you raise it down you leave your old ones up of course i'd like to see everything that's crazy that's how, that's how you get hiders in the house man that's true <laughs> that's how you get people under the stairs i don't like that i don't want hiders in my house <laughs> you're gonna get a gary Busey coming after you oh no <laughs> not again <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tommy's a klutz. He, uh, he hears ghost voices in the school when he goes looking for red paint because he's on, I forget what they call it, but he's like, like the welcome committee or something. Mm -hmm. It's like a dance, I thought it was like a dance decoration committee? Yeah, something like that. He's got a dumb job for a child. He's not making enough money to buy Goosebumps books, that's for sure. No. (laughs) (laughs) So, he's on a quest to get paint. Uh, he bumps into a scary buff lady with gray eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Greta. Yeah. Greta. Which is um, a nice, uh, they they try to fake you out, which I thought, I don't know about you guys. Again, we all called the, the twist. I was like, it's, and he thinks, we're, like, we try to have the misdirect of him thinking that Greta's involved in the ultimate twist. But we, I think we all, we clocked it pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, well that first Greta encounter, so he's like up on the third level of the school looking for the paint. Mm-hmm. And he bu- and it's supposed to be like the school is closed, so there should be no one else in there, which is also like, come on, yeah, supervision. You can't let kids just lose the school. Of course. Uh and he bumps into he describes her as just yeah, like a big, tall, strong woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is probably just what my last summer of in- entertainment has been. I was getting like Lady D vibes from Vig- For Village. sure. For I, was even, sure. I was getting like a, a late lady Dimitrescu <laughs> yes. just standing over, and that cliffhanger was like he, she towered over me and and lifted me up. And what was I? What are you gonna do to me? He's like, she's gonna kiss you. She's gonna. <laughs> she choke slammed him in into the locker room. That tall yeah, vampire lady like, really did things to nerd brains across the world. It broke a lot of people this summer. <laughs> I think it was already there, aw- waiting to be woken. It, aw- up. it awakened. Yes, it awoke. The sleepers mm-hmm. have awoke. It, yeah. <laughs> it's a new dawn. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, she's just a tall, a tall, tall, intimidating girl who goes to this school. Yeah, ultimately inconsequential, right? In the grand scre- the grand scheme of things, she's inconsequential. The grand scream of things? Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm. I know. I'm on board. I just. I'm in awe of that right now. We gotta get to the statue room. Oh yeah. What? 
What was the statue room about? This is some more Resident Evil shit that's in this game. There's a statue room. (laughs) Uh, So Tommy hears voices when he's trying to get red paint, and and then he gets lost in this massive twisting school. The school's colors are black and red. Mm Mm-hmm. He needs to get red paint. Uh, yep. I put this down before we get to the to the things. There is a wild pack of dogs terrorizing this town that is mentioned, <laughs> and we never hear about it again. Yeah, I love it that too. That would be another incredible Goosebumps book. Just a book about a wild pack of dogs that attack kids on a playground. The, the vice principal is also there at night and just yes. casually mentions, the I have been busy because there are loose kids, <laughs> run, well, loose dogs. Loose dogs around. attacking people in the town. A pack. A pack of dogs pack. are attacking children a on the playground. of wild dogs. I uh, I think he should have done the haunted school and followed it up with a wild pack of dogs. That's what he should have done as the next book in the series. You know what I bet that was? I bet that was the book RL wanted to write. Uh huh. That's a first draft part that just got left in. Yeah, they were like, they're like, you absolutely cannot do this wild pack of dog story. It's too violent. You've got blood going everywhere. Mm-hmm. Kids are kids are getting ripped apart by dogs. Dogs are getting ripped apart by kids. <laughs> we can't put this in the Scholastic Book Fair. And he's like, fine. Fine. Uh, this is the last you'll hear about it. <laughs> I will not leave it in the book. I promise. <laughs> Ariel, you keep just pitching these books that are whole chapters of dogs just feasting on kids. And like, I don't, there's no arc. There's no main character. <laughs> he was going to call it Blood on the Sand before 50 Cent. <laughs> so there's a room that's full of statues. <laughs> Dre- dress statues. Dress. Incredibly lifelike dressed statues mm-hmm. that Tommy just like slaps around and touches their hands and like uh. gives gives them a wedgie or whatever. Like he's just in there causing havoc. He's got his lighter out. This kid carries a fucking lighter. He has a lighter. I love that he calls out. He's like, I know. Kids shouldn't have lighters, but my grandfather. I love that he apologized for it. But my grandfather died, so you're like, oh, fuck, I'm sorry. I judged you there. I'm sorry I judged you. (laughs) That's on me, Tommy. I I remember when I was like 12 to like 16, Mm -hmm. the one thing I thought would be the coolest to have in my pocket was a fucking lighter. A Zippo (laughs) goddamn lighter. Mm -hmm. I saw Pyro and the X-Men doing that. I was like, that's sick. I want that. You know what the trifecta of cool would be to have as as like a sixth grader? Tell me. Zippo lighter. Yep. Yep. Can of Banaka. Spray (laughs) spray can of Banaka. Yep. One of those those little combs that flips out like a knife. Oh. What I'm talking about? Yeah. They look like the little like flip out knives, but you'd like, so you could scare a person. You pulled out and they think it's a real knife and you're like, and then you just comb your hair back. Comb your hair. Yep. This is basically a character from Better Off Dead. Kapal, what is... Uh, <laughs> dumb question. What's Banaka? It's like a breath freshener that you can spray. And it oh. it has uh, it has alcohol in it. <gasps> it's also flammable, right? Uh, yes, because it has alcohol in it. Yes. Yeah. So it was a bad it was a bad kid thing to have at okay. that in the nineties was to have a Banaka. Yeah. You're like into your mouth and then And it would burn. So you would, oh yeah, I'd see that in the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Some, think I had some banaka. Sometimes yeah. you would do it a, a bunch like you would dare someone to be like, I dare you to do five banaka sprays, and that was like a bad thing to do. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think that banaka got kind of like erased by um 
Those like strips. The, the strips. Strip, that strip craze. Absolutely. Yeah. The strips were not as cool as Banaka. Banaka was no. cool. No, they weren't. Banaka was a fun way to forecast to everyone that you think you're about to kiss someone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like in Wet Hot American Summer when they give each other gum. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is totally what that was. Totally. Yep. So the coolest kid in the world's got a lighter, Banaka, and a switchblade comb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tommy. Tommy does. But, That's cool. But if you have all three, like, you don't appreciate it. No, you're because then you don't know which one to be to, to act out with, you know. Yeah, and you're too cool to to really appreciate how cool you are because mm-hmm. if you're that cool, you don't make a big deal out of it. Right, right. That which is classic cool. Yeah. Can we talk about how when Tommy's upstairs in the third story, around the time that he is just like filling up these overly realistic statue mannequins of mm-hmm, other kids, mm-hmm. yep. touching their beautiful lips. <laughs> yeah, I maybe it was connected to something I didn't I didn't see, but like he finds. After he's heard a noise, he finds a black wool, like, knit cap, which yeah. is, like, what robbers wear. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Tommy, you got to break in. You got to be careful. They did have, like, and a then, Home Alone situation going on there. <laughs> and, then, and it's never addressed again. Well, it is, because uh, he thinks it's a black cat. And then later on, he's attacked by a black cat which, for no reason. cat slander. There was some cat slander in there. RL doesn't like cats. I love cats in Goosebumps books. Me too. So. This was gratuitous cat slander in this one, I would I would argue. We'll get to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's still fun. I still I still like it. I know cats are good. Mm-hmm. RL can't convince me cats are bad. He can't take that from us. It's no. not gonna happen. So the t- the vice principal tells Thomas that <laughs> Tommy, Tommy Thomas. That- Thomas, Tom, little little Thomas. Uh, that, that I think this was the actual principal. I don't think this was vice principal. I think. This oh, was... I, yeah. You're, I'm sorry. I should have. I should have appreciated her station. I had uh, real quick. I had to look at Tommy's page because um, you called him Thomas, and I wanted to see if he was maybe listed as Thomas at some point, just for funs. Uh, and the French cover version of Tommy is absolutely wonderful. We're gonna attach this to the episode. That is beautiful. That oh! is a beautiful image. <laughs> oh. Dear listener, if you're not what? looking at the image right now, it is Tommy with a beautiful red rosy cheeks, a, a, a precocious red nose, and a bunch of creepy eyes floating around him, and he's going, ooh. This is a terrible cover. It's atrocious. It's the most French mime expression I've ever yes. seen. <laughs> this is textbook scary French mime. <laughs> Who's who's that French guy who played Pinocchio in the live action one? This this guy is giving off that vibe. Yes. Andre Bocelli or whatever. Uh <laughs> sounds awfully Italian. <laughs> <laughs> uh I mean I guess that like cover makes sense once you understand more why. Like you kinda understand. The stairs? Oh, the stairs are the creepy stairs he gets lost on. It all makes sense. It's all there. Yeah. Yeah. Roberto Benini is who I was Okay. To Another Italian. Real, Roberto Benini looking motherfucker. <laughs> Benini, yes. The Benini man. That's the guy from uh, Life is Beautiful. Yeah. And the guy who made two Pokino- Pinocchio movies. Oh, man. He's made two of them. He was he's great. Not, he's not satisfied. He was great. Um,. <laughs> Uh, I did want to say one thing about Mrs. Borden is it's cool that she doesn't confiscate Tommy's lighter. No. Yeah. She's a real, she's very cool. She's angry at first. And then she's like, oh, wait, I fucking gave you that shitty kid job. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry that I'm picking on you right now. And then she like totally forgives him. She's like, oh, man, I'm saving so much money by making these kids do Mm -hmm, these mm -hmm. menial fucking tasks. (laughs) You're really doing me a solid here, Tommy. You can keep the lighter. You can burn down the school if you want to. (laughs) 
Bernal Down will just build around it. We'll just build around it. We'll just it'll be another yeah. horror for us to build over. <laughs> it'll be a Russian nesting doll <laughs> of cursed horror. schools. But uh she also reveals that fifty years ago, uh putting us in nineteen ninety seven, uh uh So it's nineteen forty seven, fifty years from nineteen ninety seven. Yep. Right. Uh nineteen forty seven, twenty five children vanished. Vanished. Yeah. In a mm-hmm. tragedy. And then a man <laughs> made twenty-five dolls of them for some reason. That was going to help us heal. An yeah. unrelated man, right? It wasn't the it wasn't I the think, photographer. I think it might have been Mister Chameleon. Mister Chameleon. You think it was Mister? Oh my God! We'll get to Mister Chameleon. I don't know that I want to reveal that yet, but I do, th- Chad. I do think it was. I think that Mister Chameleon made the. I just want to find that description because I remember it's like a local artist or something. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like some sort of some sort of local <laughs> town artist, like just mourned in a weird way by making realistic child soldiers. Twenty five, twenty five, uh, twenty five terracotta soldiers for this school. <laughs> <laughs> He went. He went over to each of these people's houses to the parents who are grieving their missing children. Yes, and they're like, "Uh, can I? Can I have some of their clothes? Well, can I? See can I uh... The uh, Mrs. Borden says that uh, the sculptor referenced photographs. Yes. of the kids to make the sculptures, so mm-hmm. it could have been Mr. Chameleon. It could have been. I, you know, I you know. The more we talk about it, and I'm looking at Mr. Chameleon's page. I do not believe, actually, now that it was Mr. Chameleon that made the dolls. Is he a recurring character? Mr. Chameleon? I, I mean, well, the way this thing ends, Mr. Ma- Mr. Chameleon is... He's at large. <laughs> uh, I think that there was a... Um, this was a multi-person thing. There were, you know, there was a second shooter. Oh, okay. Uh, that, that Mr. Chameleon's got another partner, and Chameleon takes the pictures, bans him to the Shadow Realm... He has spoilers. A, Mr. Chameleon has a, a photo, a photographer's assistant, is what you're saying. You you think it's a tragedy racket where like he makes the kids disappear and the other guy that like creates this whole pocket industry of. Uh, I think there's like a frighteners situation going on a little bit. Yeah, where like he's got some, he's using the occult to make money, mm-hmm. and they're like, okay, and then now you come in and you sell these overpriced child statues to the school board. They will say yes because they are in mourning. They're in mourning. They're and weak. we're just going to keep yes. flipping this. Mm-hmm. Vulnerable. We just people. rotate around the country. And they turned to this life because they were interior decorators that primarily specialized in school spirit events. In school but- spirit events. <laughs> and, and architects that like to build schools around smaller schools that tragedies have happened at. Oh, my God. This is, this, oh. It's the perfect crime. How far does this go? It's the perfect crime. Uh... Did we talk about Riot Class yet? Riot Class is the moment in this book awesome. where I said, the hair is down, RL, and I could tell you're yeah. having a good time. So, I mean, we. So I don't know if there's anything else we <laughs> need to do. His hair is down. His hair was down, and the, the, his hair was way down in this book. He was having a good time writing this. He doesn't have hair. He did at the time. He had cool 90s hair. <laughs> He had a big pompadour in the nineties. He looked like a he looked like a yakuza. Yeah. Oh, he looked like a real Garfunkel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, sure. So, so we learned about the dolls. We find out that they were the, the twenty five children disappeared, and then and then uh, I don't think anything really else happens at that point, right? He goes back. There's a fake out that um, his friends Talia and uh, Ben are yep. pretending to be dead. Not they're not. Yep. They're just pretending to be asleep. But he's an overreactor. And yeah, and we need a chapter break. We so. need a chapter break, so we get ours. <laughs> yeah. We get some. Then we that we are in the next day in school. 
And a note that we didn't say about Talia is that she's constantly putting on beautiful makeup. Constantly. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. And and in a uh, nice moment of of uh of of like just uh I guess like he doesn't care about he doesn't care about these types of things. Tommy says, I don't think she needed all the makeup, which I thought was a sweet <laughs> thing of him. That's that's sort of like the classic like um lady. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It, it's like the thing that you say until you get a girlfriend, and that gets you in trouble for saying it. <laughs> Do you get? I don't like, think you get I, in trouble for that. I've said that to Jen many a time, and I'm, I've never gotten in trouble. Maybe I am. Maybe I was doing something, and I don't know that I'm. Doing. Paul, you've been secretly in trouble this whole. Oh no, time. no, the, Kevin, I, I am totally, I am totally with you. I as I thought about this moment, and I thought about talking to you guys about it. So I'm glad we're bringing it okay. up. The Tommy. Tommy acknowledged the like I like Talia. She doesn't have to do the makeup. I am also someone who prefers a natural look, mm-hmm. and I just think it looks nice. I think it looks nice without a lot of makeup for people. For people, but I have also given that same thing where I think it's a compliment to people of like yep. you don't need to wear makeup. You're beautiful as is, and it kind of puts some people on the back foot. True, because they're not wearing makeup to look good for better. you. They're, mm-hmm. Yeah, or good for you. They're wearing makeup because they like how it looks, or they like yeah. changing their face. Yeah, Talia, if you like that makeup, wear it. Yeah, yeah and people put a lot into work. They, they they put a lot of work into that makeup. So you're right. like you're right. It, it can be kind of shitty to hear that you don't need makeup, kind of thing. And it's also sort of like I am a man with an opinion about how a woman should look, and Fair. <laughs> that never goes Fair. over Fair. very well. I've found. Fair. Uh, but, but also, it's super funny to go to people who have too much makeup on and just give them a wet wipe and go, here, you need this. Whoa. Damn. <laughs> Chad, Chad got negro over the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, that, that'd be a, a fun and funny way to die, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's my new YouTube prank channel where I go to people with makeup on and I hand them a wipe and tell them too much makeup on. <laughs> The channel is called Why Are You So Mad at Me? It's called <laughs> Hashtag Male Opinions. <laughs> Much like this podcast. <laughs> Much like this podcast. I thought I thought it was important that we note though, it is very important that we note the the uh makeup that Talia loves to wear. Um, yeah. It comes into play later. So he comes back and the, that happens. And then the next day he's in class, his teachers called out, and he's just sort of sitting in the back, kind of people watching the class. And mm-hmm. Riot class happens. Riot class. I mean, it it happens in a very organic way uh-huh. in that their teacher left the room for two minutes, and that's all it takes. Uh, to, and yes, it, it, anyone who has been in school knows that that is all that it takes for the kids to while out. A kid pulls out a fucking boombox. <laughs> yes. And they start dancing kids are screaming kids are flipping they got a kid duct taped to the ceiling the there's a kid throwing knives into a flaming ring some kids are rolling dice in the corner and gambling all their lunch money <laughs> it's just chaos they're wearing hats that have little flaps that come down around the back that look like a safari hat <laughs> magic the gathering cards are everywhere urza saga is out and people are oh my god and them around and kevin it, it's riot class they're bending the corners Oh, they're riffle shuffling, oh, dude. Oh, God, I can't stand by that. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's wild. No sleeves. And then, there aren't any sleeves yet. Listen, you could die at any moment to the pack of wild dogs. Do what you will with your magic cards. <laughs> that That's true now. That's true now. So. That is true. That's, true. that's always yeah. true. Uh, Lady Dimitrescu girl decides mm. to take Talia's lipstick, which is mean. It's a rude thing it's to do. It's just mean. You shouldn't take someone's stuff. Uh, Talia 
loses her goddamn shit mm-hmm. yeah. and comes at him like a spider monkey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's a girl fight and respectfully no one in the classroom screams girl fight, which someone in my school absolutely would have done. Really? Oh, a girl fight was a- an event. Oh. It, I agree it's it's wrong to gender confrontations in such a way. <laughs> I don't I just don't think our school ever did. Like, if there was a fight, there was just a... I mean, I went to Catholic school. There were 60 kids. So, I mean, if a fight broke out, oh. it was it was a rare occurrence. We weren't in, you know... We had we had a lot of fights between guys and guys, guys and gals, mm-hmm. gals on gals. Mm-hmm. And you usually had about a 60-second time frame before someone got tasered. That's kind of People got tasered? Whoa. Oh, the amount of times I've seen a, do- a kid get tasered on the table at lunch... I'm immune to it now. What? Holy shit. Yeah. Is that not normal? No. No. (laughs) You just pull them off each other. Chad, were you you in juvie? You don't need to involve Thomas Edison. (laughs) I went to a high school where, uh, just said, listen, they had closed one. it It was a setting for a good Degrassi type season. They had closed one of the schools. There was four schools in our town, one for each direction, right? North, south, east, and west. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. A real Game of Thrones thing going. Uh-huh. They had closed one of the schools uh-huh. and forced them to join our school. Oh, that's bad news right that there. Was already in the middle of remodeling to make room for everyone. Mm-hmm. So most of the school spent two years, including some of them their senior year, in like uh what do you call those like outdoor uh squares oh. uh, like trailers but not trailers um if you had a new area the annex perhaps uh-huh. mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and the and it, to, it, to, it created it created some real tension wow sounds uh, like the it. seniors of these warring high schools who now had to live together did you go to school in raven city <laughs> what is raven which from, one's raven that's from, from half-life too <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Ra- Ravenholm? Ravenholm, that's yeah, it. Yeah, Ravenholm. City 17 or Ravenholm. City 17, yeah. I, bl- I blend them together. Actually, City 17 was what I was thinking of. Raven City sounds like uh, a manic panic color. Yes. yes you know, there were Raven. often times that a security guard would come by and go pick up that can, and he would knock a can at me. <laughs> um, I did, my school didn't have security guards? We had security guards, but they weren't armed like Chad's were. Yeah, we I mean, we had several. We we had a we had like a vice a vice principal that got like fired for breaking up a fight. Wow. Whoa. Because he like got in and got physical and then I think it was a smart idea. He pulled the fire alarm because the fight was escalating <laughs> as kids were leaving. He added more chaos like, to it. Well, like, kids were all, like, it was, like, a fight that was happening in between classes, right, in the hallway, and then, and he couldn't res- couldn't get the fight going, and so then the bell rang, so now hundreds of kids are filling the hallway in the middle of this fight. Oh, my God. So he pulled the fire alarm to get everyone to clear out, and then he got fired for that. It was a whole thing. Chad, you went to a violent school. <laughs> I just went to a school that went, we, we, we all lived and went through some stuff, you know? We all experienced things. By the end of the school year, did like you you men did you men ties with the other school and like there was like a unity prom or something? Or... <laughs> I think so. <laughs> we like hands across America. Yeah, a ceasefire prom, if you will. 
Like, you're like, hey, we're all from the same fucking town. How different could we be? <laughs> you know, I, I want to tell you, Kevin, that there was a happy end. It was really more just I came in as a freshman, so I didn't care. I didn't feel any loyalty towards my high school over the other high school. Mm. Uh-huh. But the we really just waited for the seniors from both sides who had a lot of, you know, uh, Capulets and Montague feud going to just kind of graduate out of the system. And that took care of itself. Gotcha. Chad. I went to a high school where, like, I didn't even get, like, bullied. <laughs> like, everyone was just really cool with each other. Uh, That's a wild one. You that guys, awesome. You two went to polar opposite high schools, it sounds like. I was I was a theater dork, and, like, the head cheerleader was my sponsor for, like, the Mr. Westford Academy thing we did. What? Yeah. <laughs> What does that mean? Wait, hold on. Sorry. What does that mean? Uh, it was like it was like a a date auction thing that we did, where like you could bid on date. Hold. Okay, date we're not story. talking about this book anymore. <laughs> Kevin, tell us about you being auctioned out and being mentored by the head cheerleader. <laughs> That's pretty much the story. <laughs> I would watch this rom com. Tell me more. I, think I mean, need, I think this. You know, this sounds like a great camp. Goosebuds yeah, conversation. Yeah, Camp, Camp Goosebuds, the show that only our Patreon supporters can listen to. Maybe we'll talk about that one. <laughs> I, I swear you've heard the probably the best part of it so far, but yeah. No, there's so many good juicy tidbits that only you can hear if you listen on <laughs> patreon.com slash goosebuds. Did we just do the equivalent of a mid-roll ad in our episode? We did. Never done it was we organic. Did. We're though. really okay. smart. We're really smart about this whole podcasting <laughs> thing. Man. We get it. You guys get it. Be proud of us. Mm-hmm. So little Th- little Thomas is like, oh, weird. Um, well, I guess I'm I guess I'm making friends here in school, and then he finds a sideways elevator. Yeah, yeah he tries to right. he tries to stop the fight between Greta and Talia, and it does break up eventually. And things are fine, things settle down. He asks Talia what's up, and she's like, no reason, leave me alone. And they 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 drop it, and then yes, the prom ceasefire prom starts. The yep. dance starts, right? And there, <laughs> ceasefire prom there. <laughs> Their their decorations look awesome. The uh, the vice principal knows that she uh, exploited child labor to her best benefit, and yep. things look great. And then the the band, what is it called? Uh, Grunt. Grunt has five guitar players and one drummer. It's an amazing. RL band. had RL had his finger on the pulse there. That's that's some real shit right there. I love that. Yeah. A '90s band of children called Grunt. Yeah. That's perfect. It's like spot on. Well done, RL. He was he was firing on this one, man. It was it was great. So that they're they're showing up and they wreck one of their banners. And Ben and and Thomas, I'm, I was going to call him Tommy. I had to switch back to Thomas. Uh, Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> they go uh, to find some more paint or tape or something to be able to fix it. They go to the art class uh, where in the beginning of the book, Tom, Tommy had a little run in with some voices and some creepy stuff going on, which was actually yeah. creepy. This book yeah. starts to get creepy. Takes you to creepy dolls, gives you a little break with riot class, and then mm-hmm. puts you right back into it because they go and they find a creepy ass elevator because I think Ben knocks over a wall, which is which sounds very dangerous. Sounds like it was not a good a good well constructed wall. Yeah, Ben jackasses into a wall, yeah. <laughs> and it falls over. Uh, and uh, it's kind of contrived how they get there because. Uh, they're trying to get up to the art room as fast as possible. And Tommy's like, I know the way. And Ben is like, you very obviously don't. You're the new kid here. Mm-hmm. And then they get lost and then they get more lost. And then wall 
and then and then they find an elevator and mm-hmm. uh sideways elevator amazing i yes. love the concept of sideways creepy elevator. it's just one of those things that it shouldn't be and it's creepy yeah yeah you don't want that you don't want to you don't want no part of that <laughs> <laughs> uh and the 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 scene or the chapter where they're in the elevator together and the buttons don't work and they don't know what to do and like um Ben has already taken battle damage and is mm-hmm. bleeding. Yep. It just sort of puts like a, a a claustrophobic pressure on the whole thing. And I think some of RL's best chapters uh and scares are claustrophobia scares. Agreed. It's very re- very relatable and that like we were saying Horrorland a a great example of, of using some claustrophobia for a true scare. Mm-hmm. A true scare that the censors cannot touch because it's just a small room. Small rooms are legal to put children in. <laughs> that is why RL relies on it. Yeah, all the all the terror is up in your brain case. Mm-hmm. Like, There's no wild dogs trying to eat these children right now. They're just in a small room. I don't know who to root for: the wild dogs or the children. But I I want to see the fight. I'm with the dogs. I'm with the dogs. Yeah. Let the doggy sort it out. Let the doggy sort it out. <laughs> so they ride the sideways elevator to Sideways Town. Yeah, come out, and they're fu- they're fumbling through. He, this is a moment where Tommy should have pulled out his lighter. He didn't do it, but I I, I know why he didn't. Wait, there's a reason why, right? Yeah. Well, he's using his Resident Evil smarts to save the fuel for burning. Zombies. He is being yes, he is being resourceful. That is correct. They, yep. wa- they walk yeah. into a room and they see a bunch of children hanging out in this this weird classroom and they're all gray. And that's when we realize we're in scary Pleasantville, guys. Yup. Mm-hmm. They like immediately jump uh, Tommy and Ben being like, colors, colors, colors. colors. They're fiendish <laughs> for colors. It's great. <laughs> they haven't seen colors in 50, 50 years. 50 years, yeah. Uh, yeah. These are the kids that vanished uh, because... Mr. Chameleon, a local business person. Uh, well, he could be traveling. We don't know for sure. Just to be clarified. He, seem, a... he seems to frequent uh, Bell Valley. But maybe he just knows he's got a... He's Maybe he's got like a, a cycle that he does, right? Like a track that he goes through America. He's got to keep moving. Yeah. He can't stay in one and he's, town. And he's got long. a 50-year cycle, though, because he knows he can come back for that. Do we think mm. it's the same Mr. Chameleon at the end? Or do we think it's Son <gasps> of Chameleon? Oh, maybe it is Son of Chameleon. <laughs> Like a generational, like, here's how you steal child souls and kind of thing. CJ. Yeah, CJ. (laughs) Chameleon Jr. (laughs) I'll never forget his name, Eloise said sadly. Mr. Chameleon. I'll never forget it because, because the chameleon changes colors and we can't. (laughs) Great quote. Great quote from the book. Great quote. I, I remember going like, yeah, I guess that name does have an association with colors, but like. I, I don't want to nitpick. It just didn't feel like it actually. And we don't want to change colors. We just want our colors back. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I'm if his name had been like Mr. Inkblot or something, I would have been like, okay, I understand. Yeah. Mr. Chameleon does sound like a PlayStation 2 game that never made it over <laughs> to America from Japan. His name. Yeah. You know what his name should yeah. have been? It should have been Mr. Turner Vision. Mr. Sepia Tone. <laughs> Mr. Chameleon has a sinisterness to it. Like, you can't be sure, sure. Of, of that's true who he is or what he is. Like, he's always shifting. He's in the background. A vagabond by nature, like Chad has said. Headcanon, 
He wears sunglasses, and when he pulls them down, he's got those like gross chameleon eyes that point in all uh, directions. Ooh, I love that. There is a drawing of Mr. Chameleon upon yes. the Wikipedia, and he is definitely ooh. wearing creepy glasses. Yes. I think it's worth mentioning that that, that drawing is from more of the more recent uh, I discovered via the same research, Paul. Mm. Do you guys know there's like a Goosebumps like clicker game? There is. <laughs> Jackie, Jackie Baker, who was on the show, is obsessed with it. <laughs> Should, do we want do we need to get into that like do we, i'll do check we, it do out do we need to start playing let's play it because because one of them is like a, it looks like a city builder where you try to collect as many goosebump monsters as possible and one of them is definitely mr chameleon well um, i gotta get him we is, got- is this like uh is this like genshin uh impact like do i have to like i, I think it's more like that <laughs> simpsons one where it's yes. like oh, asymmetric okay. like you know walk around a little model of a town and click on things and spend money to i don't know build a monster closet i don't know uh there's also a very cool depiction of him i i thought on the wiki uh from the icelandic oh creepy. translation of the book they put a like realistic Ooh. photo of a man in Ooh. black and white and i was like oh that's kind of cool because it's just the right level of blurry and, and vague that you can't like really get a latch onto him no 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 mm-hmm. not like that one that's mm-hmm. too scary no it's, it's uh, that's true creepiness right there actually these we'll have to put these up because there's, there's some creepy stuff going on oh, yeah, yeah we'll have to tweet them yeah uh also fun trivia fact that in the horror town game they reveal that his name his full name is mr mumler chameleon and that is a reference to william mumler the inventor of spirit photography oh, oh. cool okay look he was doing yeah. his there's a lot of thought going into this one. And I know I just made fun of a pretty uh, silly quote from this book, but RL, you were really, you were kicking ass here, man. And then you get, and then, and, and then you call the place Gray World, but you know, we'll get Gray we'll get World. <laughs> I, li- I like Gray, Gray World. World. Gray, Me too. Gray World describes it. Uh, yeah. You're right. I, I don't know where the point, like, I don't know where else to say this note, but I have to say it. Okay. Yeah. RL. Uh, has certain tropes. We're getting. We'll have something sour, a sour smell mm-hmm. later in the great, uh-huh. in the greatest scene in this book. In the greatest scene in this book, which I can't wait to talk about. Possibly with you guys. the greatest scene in any Goosebumps book, even though it might not be the best <laughs> one. It was the, the best book. It was the greatest scene. Legitimately unsettling. Truly, Loved the shit out of Truly. it. Truly, um, and yet somehow still like very kid friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, so RL, another phrase he's used a lot is falling hard on your uh, yep. hands, el- and hands and knees. Mm-hmm. Um, or elbows and knees. Yeah. You're right, it is, or yeah. elbows and knees. Yeah. Falling hard is some hard as an adverb is used uh, six times in this book. Oh, wow. Damn. Like we get blinking hard, listening hard, swallowed hard, breathing hard, mm. shoved hard, and trotting hard. There's hard trotting that in one. this book. Yeah, that one's a little weird. I don't know how you listen hard. Like, I feel like hard is a very 90s adverb where it's like... The way you listen hard is by squinting your eyes because you can hear better when you're squinting. Listening so hard. Listening the hardest I can. How do you blink hard? (laughs) Do you you just, like, squeeze your eyes down until they, like, make a little fart? It's speed. It's all about speed. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Yeah. You know, you know, when uh, space goes coast to coast, how Zorak would blink yeah, and blink. you could hear it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's how hard. That's a hard blink. Got it. Got it. An audible blink. Gray world is <laughs> fucking wild. Gray world is crazy. All these. So there are the sane kids who live in this like one schoolroom. Yeah. They can't open the door to, and mm-hmm. they have an elevator that doesn't work. And I guess they just sit there all day yeah. in this classroom and do nothing 
and dream about color. And they're the sane ones. <laughs> like, I know. And it, may, it makes what we see later very understandable. Because they say that, like, the other ones lost their minds who went outside of the school, mm-hmm. implying that there's a whole... It's like Silent Hill, right? Yeah. Where, like, you start going too far, who knows who you're going to fucking find. Right, right. Uh, those people all went goddamn feral, mm-hmm. which is really scary and cool. So so Tommy and Ben get spooked by the sane kids in Grey World uh, after they start seeing that their hands are losing color. Yep. Uh, they're like, oh my god, we got to get out of here before we're totally gray. We, I love this because uh, RL instills a Back to the Future time, like a like a uh, um, <laughs> like a like a time mechanic, right? He's like he's like letting yeah. us know, like, all right, there's a ticking clock now. There's a there's a sand there's a, uh, a, a, a what are those things called? The sand vials with the hourglass. Hourglass. Hour there's a tick. There's a there's a <laughs> sand there's a ticking hourglass going on here, guys, and. <laughs> And it's it's great. It's a great it's a great little way to let you know that time's ticking. These kids got to yeah. get out of here. Tension is ramping up. Tension is ramp, and it's great because it's just this book is moving. I do love. Uh, I did have to write down the quote of when Ben is asking Seth, who's the leader of the of the least feral children of the the gray world kids yeah. that are in the room. Uh, what what's going on? Where are we? And then Ben answers with this very perplexing answer. Ben, he said, "Did you ever see a wall and wonder what was on the other side?" Ben glanced uncomfortably at me. Yeah, I guess, he replied. And then <laughs> Seth. Well, we're on the other side, Seth cried. We're on the other side of the world. And now you are too. And I was like, I don't know that that clarified the situation at all, Ben. <laughs> no. It's like, it, we're in the upside down, but it's like yes. the... Um, the f- the flip horizontal. <laughs> yes, the flip horizontal. <laughs> yeah, he picked the wrong axis for his metaphor. Yes. Yeah. So that happened. Uh, so, so so when they're running out of the room, they like they open the window and they jump out into the into the gray world. The Seth yells, "What? Like watch out for the crazy kids in the pit or mm-hmm. something like that." Mm-hmm. Like oh. yes, they re- they reference the pit and it's the pit. It's cool i heard that and i was like we better see this pit and it better be cool and it did Mm -hmm. not let us down yeah let's breeze through (laughs) the next few things that happen they get lost in a fog storm Mm -hmm. a black cat scares tommy for some reason knocks tommy to the ground which again cat slander a cat would not be able to knock you over not a fully grown child if a cat landed on my shoulder i would feel so blessed i would i would sit down and say Gray World is my home now. Gray World, not so bad, you think. It's going to mm-hmm. be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of abandoned <laughs> buildings. It's a little silent hilly. There's some weird yeah. fog There's going on. plenty of property value. Yeah. Uh, but f- from the fog, the crazy children emerge. <laughs> the crazy children. They begin, the feral children emerge upon, gray, upon them from Gray World. And they're, they're freaked out, rightfully so, because the kids start to dance a Junji Ito-esque creep dance. I was going to say it is like it is Junji Ito. It is like it's got the Lovecraft vibe to it. Mm-hmm. And they're just like going turn, 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 turn. What is it? It's turn, turn, uh, turn to gray, turn, turn, turn to gray. And then they start doing like kicks with their legs and they're like forming a circle around them and dance. Oh, my God. It's so creepy. <laughs> it's a real Rockettes thing going on. Oh, my God. It's tremendously fucked up. Uh I love it. And the circle keeps tightening. Mm-hmm. Like what they're what they're trying to do is like stop Ben and Tommy from running away. And Tommy Ben are like, Tommy's like, okay, well you go that way and I'll go this way. Uh bye. Good luck. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> and then of course he trips and they fuck up and the crazy kids take him to the pit oh my god do the they pit. explain where the pit comes from or is it just part of gray world it's just part of gray world it's just a boiling pit of black ooze that's sour smelling and the kids are mm. drinking buckets of the ooze and mm-hmm. spitting it at each Dude, other so that's the greatest scene but i do want to throw something out here because i thought about this when we were talking about the, i've got to talk about the wild pack of dogs again because i loved it i yeah. did think what if the wild pack of dogs are the our realities version of the feral children oh my god what so if there think- are, what if there are tw- <laughs> what if there are 20 wild dogs in bell bell valley okay we 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 did kind of skip over just the detail that before he went into Grey World, Tommy was hearing whispers of voices saying, like, help me. Mm-hmm. He's, like, hearing voices. So, like, maybe Grey World is trying to reach into ours. Maybe packs of dogs. Yes. What, what if the pit is not unique to Grey World? What if it's also in Bell Valley? Mm, maybe there is a pit. Maybe there's some sort of, like... Like uh, like natural disaster that happened in Bell Valley. Here's the thing. This is why this book is good. There's unanswered questions that I want to figure out. I want to know what happened. Uh-huh. I think it's definitely the 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 black ichor that they're drinking that is making them crazy. Though. Yeah. Like, oh, it could, definitely. It could be the time, but like they have this whole ritual where they're like spitting the they're like putting the black liquid into their mouth and they're spitting it at each and other. And they're screaming. No color in the cup, a boy shouted. Drink the blackness, a girl cried. Drink, yes. drink, drink. Kids cheered and applauded. It's Beautiful. so cool. It's it, so creepy. It's truly screaming no color in the cup and then drinking of it is scary. A bunch of 60-year-old children blitzed out of their mind on pit juice. On icker. Yep. <laughs> on pit icker. Pitker are just like wilding out chanting screaming spitting at each other and forcing our heroes into a pit of boiling black sour liquid that is cool (laughs) i like this scene i think this might be my favorite goosebumps like this one was pretty it's pretty good it's good right it takes it takes a it, it doesn't like abandon the premise because it's just like that there's haunted school. Right. Sure. Yeah. That's anything. Mm-hmm. And I, I noticed on the wiki they're like, technically this isn't a haunted school. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. Like it's it's ghosts. absolutely they haunted just, school. They're haunting it. They huh? just represent their their hell world via via gray uh Pleasantville. And that's really it sends them to another dimension. That's really cool. It, it could also be interpreted as it's haunted by the tragedies. By of the, the tragedies. Yes, I think they're 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 uh, they're splitting hairs about what a ghost is here, right? Yeah, I love this turn. I love that it's not like really a ghost story. Mm-hmm. It's just like I was a- so scared that <laughs> there was going to be. Uh, that they the kids in the school because we never see them outside of the school that all the scenes take place in the school and I was like they're gonna all be the ghosts I was like they're gonna all be the kids that got lost and I was so afraid that, that was gonna be our twist and I was gonna be so upset that it was so lazy mm-hmm. and they didn't do that and I love it mm-hmm. I don't think it's a um, by fault or by mistake that he mentions Ray Bradbury in this one I think he was on a Ray Bradbury level here I'll say it. I think uh, I think he brings up Ray Bradbury in particular his surprising endings yeah. as sort of a defense of his style. Yes, being like, look, 
like I I know my endings are a little like wacky and twisty, but you know who else had some wacky endings? Ray Bradbury. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, yeah. I I, I was looking trying. I was like, I don't know what story they're referencing. I haven't read that many ones, but it, was, it seems to be referencing a story called All Summer in a Day. Mm-hmm. And this is the book that Tommy is reading during their silent reading before the riot room happens. Is that the one about kids on Venus? I think so. Yes. yes. Yeah. I remember that one. What is that in one of the books? Because I don't know if I've ever read that one. Uh, it said it was published in the magazine of fantasy and science fiction. I'm sure it's been collected in. in yeah, I guess that. it has. It was to also be, yeah. made into a PBS uh, children's story, which seems really dark for a children's oh, cool. movie to take. Uh, it's it's really a bleak story. I yeah. I just even reading the plot synopsis of uh, children live on Venus where it's constantly rain mm-hmm. and they have one hour every seven years of sun mm-hmm. and one of the children has moved Margot has moved from Earth to Venus so she's seen the sun before. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, no one else in that that class has ever seen the sun, mm-hmm. so they're jealous at her. And before the next sun rotation is about to happen. The kids uh, stuff her in a closet down a tunnel, mm-hmm. and she misses out on the sun enjoyment. The kids love it. Oh, that's and they horrible. They like, kept it from her. And that seems to be just the end of the story. Yeah. <laughs> that's just kind of it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that sounds like Bradbury. That sounds like kids. Yeah. That sounds like kids, too. Yeah. <laughs> There's not like a one-to-one to this story, no. but I did think there was some some sort of parallelism you could, if you wanted yeah. to connect it between... Uh, the color of the sun and you know or the or the evil horde of of crazy mm-hmm. children doing whatever they please mm-hmm. is like a part of fear but there is that one girl uh who's in the who's part of the sane group and she mm-hmm. has a cold and she can't get better because there's no sunlight uh which i thought was like a hell like a perpetual hell uh-huh. like having yeah because i don't think she, I, I think this is just implied so it might not be what he intended but i took it as she's had the same cold for 50 years ew damn yeah. they're trapped they're trapped in she the had, state oh, oh my goodness can you imagine she probably had to go to school for picture day because even though she was sick because her mom's like there's no way you're missing picture day yeah it's 1947 that we're not going to be able to get a picture for another three years. There's not going to be another picture man yeah. that's going to come around for years. <laughs> Can I also say how proud I am of RL uh, for having the solution to a problem be in the child's pocket? Oh, <laughs> like, I love it. When he whips the lighter out and lights a bunch of leaves on fire and the colors like startle and blind yep. the, the feral children. Very um, cool. Wigged out on Icker, like... That was <laughs> that was cool. That was great. Uh, and it was it was a goosebumps protagonist doing something smart. It once. was it was great because I was a little frustrated at him not using it when they at, when they leave the sideways elevator. And mm-hmm. I get why uh, I get why it was withheld because you don't want to reveal that he has that power just yet, right? I mean, I right. think I think he could have used it there, and like because he could have. We didn't know the, like you could have seen that the world was gray, and he could have been like, "Oh, it's so weird that everything is just like gray here, right?" And yeah. like it, like it could have they could have worked there, and then he could have put it away when he when Seth like Seth could have like knocked it out of his hand, and it could have gone out, right? And then they could have been brought into the room, and then we have the same unfolding of events that happened. So like I think he could have used it one more time to kind of remind you that he has this lighter that's that's got color in it still um but i i do get why he did withhold it so that we could have this moment like you said kevin where a character uh with an item that was was mentioned earlier uh it pays it pays off in the end and he uses his smarts 
Love to see a magic sword be used. Mm-hmm. Love to see a sword of Damocles <laughs> drop. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Love to see that Chekhov's gun go off. Chekhov's Zippo. <laughs> Chekhov's Zippo would be a great 90s punk band. That actually would be really cool. Are we are we still describing the plot, by the way? Or are we just talking about how much we like this book? I'm not complaining. I mean, there's not... <clears throat> so they get saved, right? They get... The the the, fer- the non-feral kids show up, knock them. They're about to get dropped into the black pit. And the Seth and his his crew show up, knock them out, um, and and save them briefly. And they're trying to mm-hmm. run away, but the feral children are too fast because they're wild dogs. Then they're uh, running on all fours, like they're, they're kids, running on all covered in bl- black liquid, and they're just running on all fours. And they're and they're going bark 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 bark. bark, bark, bark. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and and so that's where he lights. Uh, he he's like, I got it, and he lights. The things on fire because we have shown that the kids are awed by color. These these Grayland children, uh, Gray World children are are awed by color. So he he blinds them briefly. It's like a, basically a phosphorus grenade that he throws in these kids' eyes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some real pitch black shit. Real pitch black on. shit. Oh, yes, fucking love that movie. Uh, and he blinds them briefly, and they're able to escape. Then uh, they get back, and then they um they're talking and they're like well you're almost done like you know they're i think it's their cheeks and their nose are the only thing that have color much like the picture on the french cover and (laughs) uh and then they tell him well there was one of us who escaped and he's like it was greta she's the one she's got gray she's all gray she wears all black and she's gray but no she's just a goth and then (laughs) and then talia shows up she comes in the elevator and she's like i found this is the only part that's that i that stuck me that i was Uh uh-huh she pulls out the lipstick that she loves and she uses. She's like, I've been painting myself so that I'm not gray so that I could like fit into your world, but I don't yeah. fit in there. I guess this lipstick, because I kept it in a purse, stayed red. That bugged me. It felt a little lazy. To, as I mean, it kind of makes sense with the lighter too, because the lighter yeah. eventually goes gray. I think if like something's insulated from the it. outside gray world, mm-hmm. like if you, if you if you like cut into uh, one of the kids, they bleed red. Right. It's just like it, so. So if a kid was like to follow that same logic, Kevin, yeah. a kid was like you know if they saw Thalia who said she she took the red lipstick and drew a door. Mm-hmm. And then was able to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, same way a kid could be like, "I'm pooping," and they could poop and <laughs> make a poop window. Brown. They could make a poop window. They could make a poop door. Yeah, but poop door. unfortunately, unfortunately, Chad, they'd be eating gray food, and thus their poop would be gray from the start. Oh no, they had to have done. It had been food that they digested when they when they came from Earth. Yeah. I will say this: maybe they can't poop, just like how the girl is stuck oh, with yeah. the sickness. <laughs> they cannot poop in this world because they are stuck oh. in that state. There was some kid who had to go to the bathroom so bad before the picture day. And he couldn't pee. And got frozen like that for 40 That's why he years. went feral. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they're spitting the that's why they're spitting the 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 icker into each other's mouths because they can't swallow it. They can't swallow it. Oh my god, this book is the greatest book that was ever written. <laughs> but uh I, I I I think Greta is um a feral. I think she is from Grey World. Mm-hmm. Uh, because she, yeah. she wears all black and mm-hmm. Uh, her eyes are gray, and and like maybe she just does a lighter makeup, but mm. it it explains why um Talia and her had like that fight over the over the lipstick because mm. it clearly yeah. meant more than just like the lipstick. Yeah, I think Greta was like, I'm gonna let loose the rest of my gang, 
uh, with the oh lipstick. my god, you think Greta was actually still a fairy? Yeah, yeah. I, she's I think she's been away from the black icker for long enough to like think straight. But I think she's like, I'm going to get that lipstick, and then I'm going to open a portal, and then all my gray Whoa. boys are coming out. You were the only person. You were the only person who thought of this because Greta is not a tag character on the wiki. Nobody has put these things together. That is what this show does. Yeah. This show cracks open. <laughs> The secrets of Goosebumps. I think there's a lot of sequel potential here with Greta still around, with Mr. Chameleon, who, again, feels like a first draft name, but you know who the fuck they're talking about when they they get to the end of this book, and we'll get there. Uh, But because uh, uh, Talia uh, is like, I'm home, I'm back in Grey World, and she draws a window for Ben and tommy to crash through just Mm -hmm. in time uh unfortunately they're whisked away everything happens really fast after this they're whisked away uh by mrs borden uh to get their picture taken by mr Chameleon. chameleon boom picture is taken tommy screams the book ends great twist ending a great twist great twist i Again, I'll say it. I love this one. This one was fucking fantastic. Is there a vid- is there a a, a, a like video version? A video? Is I, there a watching? I don't think so. It's funny. Wow. I was thinking about that too. I was like, there's sh- like I was like, I gotta see what this looks like, and there isn't. They could save money on the film. They could have done it on black and white. You're right. <laughs> I think the effect might have been too much for them at the time of doing like the Pleasantville. Oh, uh, doing like the. Uh, uh, schindler's list like one yeah color key or whatever yeah. it's called mm-hmm. um that might have been too much for them at, at the at the time for a canadian studio in the 90s <laughs> true maybe maybe i uh i you know honestly one of my only complaints with it was the convenience of mr chameleon happening to return after uh-huh. 50 years to take another picture of that day you know it's very convenient could be son of chameleon it could have been son of chameleon which i think is cool i did think about that chad as well and i think my thought was if it would have been really cool if there were like a cut like a series like of every decade that like 25 yeah. children or like so a bunch of children went missing and there was like a constant yeah. like there was something creepy going on in this world. I think that would have been a really cool... There was cool... generations yes. of... I mean, <laughs> like that really cool film series, Fear Street. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the ending is a little weak. I'll agree with you guys there. Um, I think it probably would have been scarier if... Um, like, if when you opened the the portal out, mm-hmm. it uh, it stayed open and the ferals got into the... Like on the cover. Into the color world, yeah, like on the cover with the, with the eyes looking through the thing. Yes, that would have been cool. I, and like the last thing, like like uh, Ben's like, oh good, every or uh, Tommy's like, oh good, everything's back to normal. And then he looks out the window and he sees like a feral gray world child with like a dove in its mouth running oh. running on all fours <laughs> oh, into the woods. Yes, <laughs> I'd love that. I'd love that. And also, I'll say like the way we're talking about gray world, I it actually kind of helps me get over that same note I just brought up of like feels like Mr. Chameleon or Chameleon Jr. or or Chameleon the third. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not how fast mm-hmm. they, they fuck. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. you know, like he could probably sense a disturbance in Grey World. Yeah. He's probably uh-huh. Mr. Chameleon's probably got some sort of base of operations in Grey World. I'd like to write this series. <laughs> seems like a seems like a fun setup. I'd love to see a scene of like Mr. Chameleon just like 
Like, I, I love keeping him in the background and, like, giving him no dialogue and making him totally mysterious. Oh. But I just want a scene of him, like, taking a sip from a coffee mug, and then when it comes down from his lips, his lips are black. Yes. <laughs> yes, he's got an icker cup. Oh my! He's God. got an icker cup. Yeah, I want to know what he's doing. What is he doing with the children? Why does he send? Why does he send them to the world? What is he doing with Gray World? What is it all what's about? He get, what's he get? What's he get out of it? What? Yeah, uh, is it just the grift? Is it just the real world grift, or is there some power? Has he lived forever because he draws the power of those children's lives into his body? I don't know. <laughs> and I want to know. It's great. It's good. It's good stuff. I also like. I also like the comedy of the scene that potentially has to happen between this and also the 1947 one, where <laughs> he takes the picture. Mm-hmm. The kids all, you know, Ghostbusters go into the trap, mm-hmm. uh, and then he's just packing up his things. The teachers like, "You done? Where are the kids?" <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, no, they're good. There weren't no kids. Never saw no. Here's kids. my bill." Goodbye, and then just leaves. And is completely able to get. Darnest thing took the picture, and then. Uh, yeah. A tornado came through and took them all. I don't know. It's yeah. fucking crazy. A little mini tornado came through. Uh, yeah. Like, after he takes the picture, do the kids vanish immediately? And he's like, oh, weird. That's happened twice in a row. Or do they, like, back to the future da- vanish, like, slowly fade? Yeah. Here, Here's my creepy pitch. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I think it's creepy. Mm-hmm. They don't immediately fade because that would be too obvious okay. to, to for Mr. Chameleon. Okay. Mm-hmm. He takes the pictures. Their souls, those kids, mm-hmm. are in that moment instantly transported to Grey World. Okay. What's left behind is a shadow of those kids. And it slowly fades. Emotionless. Yeah, mm-hmm. and those emotionless. They don't say anything. Their parents pick them up. They're like, oh, I guess you're quiet. That night, they all were tucked in by their parents. And then the next morning, they had faded away completely. Ooh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Totally. I love that. An after image is left behind. If we yeah. were making the episode, that is how, if we were like making the, the, the video episode, that is how we would do it. That's creepy as hell. I love that, Chad. I want like... I want, like, them to go deeper into Grey World, uh, and, like, I want there to be, like, one, like, inexplicable, like, corpse-like old person in there called the Ancient, and we never explain what he is. Oh, my God, That's yes. how deep I want us to go. Yes! I do. <laughs> there is so much potential. I love this. I think this is a great one. This was, this was the sum of all of RL's efforts. Up. This is the best one. This is better than this, Horrorland. It's better than this Horrorland. This is this mm. is Junji Ito. Mm. This is Junji Ito by way of R.L. Stein. Mm-hmm. Like this is. I, great. Hmm. It's in my top three. Okay. It's in my top. Okay. Three. In my conspiracy theory that I think I'm alone on now that R.L. didn't write all of these. <laughs> this feels like a non-R.L. one for some reason because of how crazy it is. But I think um, I'll give him the benefit of a doubt. Uh, honestly, I, I don't think he would personally request that six whatevering hards be put in there. Uh-huh. I think this is—I think this is all RL. Uh, I think so too. I do think there are goosebumps books where I'm with you. They were ghost written, but this one feels like like just crotchety enough. It's too weird. I think the the wild pack of dogs is weird. I yep. think the cat slander is definitely on brand for RL. And yep. I think no color in the cup, drink the blackness is just too weird. To, <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't offshore that. That's genius. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you. If I was a ghostwriter, I wouldn't put that in a goosebumps no. book. <laughs> I would save that for my I'd own. Save work. it. That's mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's why. That's how I know this one's RL. Is it's too good for whatever he was paying his ghostwriters. Yep. Yep. I want the royalties on drink the blackness. Drink the blackness. I love that. It's it's so good. Guys, it's sad 
We only have like three books left, I think. I Man, this was this was really good. I I'm I'm looking forward to Goosebumps 2000. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I think it's okay. Like sometimes dreams have to die to let the new ones live. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm I'm on board. I'm and we've we've visited some of Goosebumps 2000 already. Yeah, and uh, I think we've had some good times with the. We've they've been maybe not as good as this, but I think they've had some some. Cry per- of the Cat is up there for me. That's yeah. two thousand. Cry of the Cat. Yeah. I thought was this is gonna be good. another one of those like high peaks though that I think we're gonna be chasing. Oh yeah. Um, on the upper echelons of the spectrum. Who knew that at the end of the run he hit this right? Is this chronologically like this towards is the end? This is. Uh, this is the fourth to last. There are three books after this, two of which we have read: Werewolf Skin and Monster Blood Four. We only have yep. one chronologically. I live in your basement. After this, wow. We, but we have Deep Trouble too, which we skipped to go to this because we thought the title sounded. But like we've already covered it. I don't. Know. We're gonna hey, read it. We're gonna. People read listening, it. do you want us to cover Deep Trouble Two? Message us. Can yeah, us tweet at us. Yeah, let us know. Tweet at us. Uh, do other things. Um, go on our Patreon and support <laughs> us and. <laughs> And leave a message there. Leave a review that tells us what you think there. We got some great new merch. Uh, uh, Goosebuds 64 stickers. Yep. And our wrestler personas mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. on Goosebuds.store. Check out Goosebuds.store. Uh, maybe get yourself uh, a tank top of our new shirt design because I got one. And I'm holding on to some good pics of myself. Uh, yeah, Kevin, are you going to post those like those thirst trap pics or what? I'm gonna. Maybe. Maybe if we see a few more sales on that tank top, <laughs> I'll put them out there. What is the amount of money that Kevin will release the pictures? You you must buy shirts to find out. I mean, I, if, if you're going to get something, uh, you got to give something. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> they're in color <laughs> they're in color it did it did not lock me into a colorless <laughs> void dimension <laughs> so if you're worrying about buying the shirt for that reason you're you're good yeah guys i think this has been a bump this has been a a bump for the ages this has been a tall bump this has been a hard bump a, a hard bump and a great bud which are truly stupendous buds mm. Mm. my buds mm. i love you guys i love this book I love you. I love you whether you have makeup on or not. I love you both. I love you both. <laughs> makeup or not. Let's chase. I'm so excited to chase this high with you for the rest of the remainder of these books. Hey, let's feel like this forever. Goosebuds is brought to you by the beautiful Patreons that we are about to list off from the Book of Names, and you too can join the Book them. Book of Names. Stefan Jive Turkey Kuabara. Hollis Hornbeek. Cameron Murphy Audio. Michael McDowell. David Cron. Josh Robertson. Vicky C. Nathan Dolzal. Clayton C. Mike Lanteri. Buddy Morrill. Alecade. Mel Dipson. Jim Greaves. Zan Keith. Afsheen. Danky McStanky. Aaron T. Strunk. Dango Twist. Brian Wells. Z to the E to the N to the Cacticles. <laughs> we'll keep it. It's great. It's beautiful. Stealth Bates. Joseph Miranda. Patrick Reynolds. Scott Colopy. Robert Moon. Low Belly Hate Me. Jason Crooker. John Keaty. Clay Castle. <laughs> We're doing the- 
We're doing the. It's so easy to go into the Don Pardo. Miguel Pardo. Christina, Christina Doling. Wait. No, that was mine. Christina Doling. Third Sergio. <laughs> and calf. Matthew Moore Paranoia Shop. Matthew, I appreciate it, but it's not going to happen. They demand more. <laughs> Sniggy. Re-infected? Maddie. Ishak Arafin. Gregory D. Warren. Alan Saylor. Sam Hash. Cody Redfield. Rich Hillborn. Bradford Coulter. Aiden Alexander Dice. Jar Jar Slinks. Justin Wagman. Chosen One. Cardboard Walk. Levi Than. I just got that. I just got it was Boardwalk and Cardboard combined. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Up and champ. Jonas Engman. Alicia Grafe. Trent Davis. Moloyster. Carl. Hey, Paul, pause for a second. I got to get something off my chest. I think I love broccoli. The John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation. Jonas Blotterman. Elusive Koala. Yanni Markovina. Joe. Brooks. Jesus Christ. Christian Vanskiver. Drew Applegate. Jeremy Lowe. Brian Hobgood. Slum Lord Onion. Paul Grasso. Trans rights, baby. Zach Connor. Taylor Dierks. Joe, I'm not tired. I always look like this. Scott. Feel that. Mm. Patreon underscore donator. Comma yo. Joe Spooky Digital Ghost Tierney. Ooh. Trendy Moron. Tom Whittem. Kevin Hamilton. Nope. I'm not going to read the funny name attempt from Andrew Jadzak this time. Not going to do it. Kevin, I wish you wouldn't treat Andrew like that. Lord Cornwallis. Vincent Modica. Luke Canoodles. Elizabeth Steenweg. Cardamom Birkenbino. Murphy P. Hugh Bolin. Zam Bambino. Kevin Ticklebean is your new best friend. Aww. Goon Cahoots. SNES Chalmers. Sean Minogue. Wormtown Glen. Wiggle it! <laughs> Nathan Remick. Divaldi. John Pigeon Hat Barber. Matt McClellan. Chip Handsome. Stinklitch. Reed Steubendike. There you go. Joey Evans. Alex Moon, the robotic dog. Nailed it. Carewise Gamgee. Sarah Kemp. Tanya Turtle. Chili Dish Gambino. Uncle Cool Brother. Mm. Cameron Hansen. Brett. Chad, did you almost say audio after that one? Because I thought it. Generally depressing. <laughs> Always. Etonomore. Adam Goofed. Juan Jalapena. Yeah, yeah. Ben Bohan. Muscles Bear. Keith Halcrow. Chris. Haunted Pajama Boner Nelson. Timothy Misodoulakis. Clay McCarty. Dan. Chris Pittman is a bone wizard. Boss Gerritsen. Matthew Stevens. Hey, Eric, it's going to be all right. You're doing a great job. Parker Lee. When dragons rule. Hambo. Make your Peloton instructor a skeleton instructor. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like like nice. Uh, Jonas and Evoldson. Calamity Carl. Germ Juice. Raymond Hernandez. Flamley. The Crow Fens. Well, 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 Matthew Sutton. <laughs> Nick Johnson. I want to know what the history Patrick is. Patrick Murphy. <laughs> not audio, just Patrick Murphy the person. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey Owen Cahey. Stephen Day. Lee Wood. Kelsey Kinnaman, you know what you did. <laughs> Russell Kasberg knows too. Javier Jimenez, you're perfect. You've done nothing wrong. Never. Never once. <laughs> Not like Brendan Arafin over here. I'm kidding. We're cool. We put that behind us. <laughs> Liam Neeson's Dell, pretty cool. 
Chris Putricus. Scotty Pippen never has did, done anything wrong. Kevin, I'm jumping in on you because Scotty Pippen has done no wrong ever. Okay. His Thank family you. went through so much. I love him. I, I love him. I don't know. I, I don't know anything don't about Scotty Pippen. You don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my heart can bear no. it. No, <laughs> no. Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen. Ryan Carroll. Jeremy Bowser. Streak. Meet Virginia. Megan McCormick Mason. Dun- <clears throat> mm. Dungeon Kappa. Ninja Breadman. Hood Lemon. MC Hamster. Zach Ware. Tamid Munir. Got Little Old Moi. Pretty Freaked. Alan G. Jessam. Tobias Clark. Michael Kupka. Julian Lamendia. Dr. Chocula. Brendan Neal. Jimmy Soap. Andre Villanueva. Peanutburg Level 69? Moon Juice? Kelly the Barbarian. Estamena Lord of Paul's Pants. Adam Morocco. The Davy Boy. Kenium. Dr. Diarrhea. Robert Allen Cook the Third, Kieran McNamara, Diet Soda, Quigley Jones, Skellafella, Mike Spaghetti Jones, Jackie Ledoux, love that name. Ooh, here's a good one too. Coleman Laguza, Lamb, Reed Redemption, Levi Kidder. I just realized that Reed Redemption is the name Reed inside of Redemption. I just realized that. We have some very clever patrons. We do. Like David Gray, Chris. Ools. <laughs> Bryce Diori. Matthew Brattato. Oh, I, I am Cornholio. I need TP for my bunghole. <laughs> 69 Polly Shore, 311. Lord Sepulchrave. Carb Son. Luke Humanzi Allen. Wagmar Wigmer. Dakota Kemp. Some of Chad's bird friends. Squawk. <laughs> Nicholas Maloney. Midwest Indigo 13. The Secret Provider. Eric Horwitz. Kyle Robinson. Tiffany Lee. Kiwi of Love. Bjarndeer. <laughs> that is definitely Bjarndeer and not BJ Arndeer, like I thought it was. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, Bjarndeer. Serial Killer X. Thomas Jensis. And welcome to some new patrons. Quite a few of you. Yeah. Uh, looks like uh, looks like Goosebuds isn't eating off paper plates anymore. We got <laughs> Lucretia. <laughs> yep, Lucretia MacEvil. Elm Realm. Glaceon the Lich. Welcome, Mutant Astronaut. I know this person, David Spivsy Spivey. How about welcome, Gakenti? What about Michael? Or soggy newspapers. I love our new patron, Alec Johnson. I love Henry Torbert. <laughs> Hannah Jaeger Bush. Sounds like a great person having a party. You get some Jaeger, you get some Bush, you have a good time. Pour them down at the same time. Nothing bad happens. <laughs> Thank you, Hannah. Welcome. And welcome, Joe Melnick. Thank you all so very, very much, everybody. You're all trapped in here with us. And New Zealand. <laughs> and New Zealand. He's throwing fishes nonstop. Whoa, whoa, whoa! The fish is flying everywhere! Oh, God, Guy Smiley just showed up. Get the fuck out! Let's go! Get, Get the fuck out! We gotta go! Flypaper. The work of the people. Owned by the people. Supported by the people. Visit flypaper.fm.